So this happened a couple hours ago. I'm a 19-year-old female. I was clubbing with my friends, and around 1.40 in the morning, I told them I was going to head home. Not a long walk, five minutes at most. As I got to the corner of the block that my hostel was on, a man in the back seat of a white car tapped on the window. I turned around to look, and they were all saying things like, Hey, come here. I turned back around and continued walking, a little scared. Then I heard the car door open, and I see a big old man, maybe in his 30s, get out and walk towards me, saying, come back here, repeatedly. I turned back and tried to walk fast towards the hostel, which was about 200 meters from where I was. He kept walking towards me and got faster and faster, but never more than a brisk walk. At this point, I was shitting bricks, and the only thing I could think of was how I was going to be a topic on one of those crime podcasts. I'm going to be one of those girls that gets kidnapped a mere minutes from her home. He continued for another 10 seconds. Meanwhile, I was trying to think of something I could use as a weapon. I had nothing on me except what was in my pockets, ID and money. I turned around and he wasn't there anymore. Scared that he had gone back to the car to drive around and grab me, I ran to my hostel, right to my boyfriend. I can't stop thinking about what they wanted from me. Sorry if this is too mild for this sub. I just kind of wanted to see if anyone had any idea if this sort of stuff happens all the time and what they might have wanted from me. This story is fresh, as it just happened a few minutes ago, but I will try my best to give you all the details. So, I'm a Pokemon Go player. I was a mild fan of the franchise as a kid, and now, in my mid-twenties, I find it allows me to get out of the house more often, and do stuff that doesn't involve, well, my house. If you have played the game, you know there's these places called gymnasiums, where you can place one of your Pokemons to earn you a max of 50 in-game coin per 24 hours. It's quite the popular feature in the game. However, since I live in a huge European city, there are many, many players to compete with in order to secure a spot at these gyms. The reason why I'm telling you all this is to let you know why in the world I would brave the cold winter of my metropolitan city at 3am. You see, it's not just that I'm stupid, it's also because I know most people are asleep, which in turn allows me to quickly defeat all the Pokemons in the gym and place my own. I have been doing this for a few months, and I've been quite successful. So tonight, the routine was the same. Got dressed, got my coat, my scarf, and my black leather gloves. I went out and made my way to the first of three gyms in my area that I usually conquer in the game. It's actually quite fascinating to observe people that wander the city at these hours. Well tonight, I was going to meet a special guy. I arrived at the first gym, which was a small street that curves to the right for quite a stretch. I empty it and place my own Pokemon aside. Afterwards, I linger around the area, taking off the gloves to scratch my head, but overall just managing the game and looking things up. Some cars go by, and that's when I see him. This guy, clearly over six foot, making his way down the street. Now, these are just my country standards, but everything about him screamed, thug, ready to knife you, sporting a black cap at night, concealing his face with a shadow, padded black jacket with dirty blue jeans and rip-off Timberland boots. My immediate reaction was to keep it cool and natural and just calmly place my cell phone back into my pocket 
As he went past me, he gives me this, what the fuck are you looking at, kind of look. I couldn't help but give him a small sideways glance as I put my glove back on my hand. I started walking to the next gym, which happened to be in the same direction he was walking towards, and he, to my surprise, started speeding up. Then he pulled out his cell phone and tried to phone someone. This immediately reminded me of my girlfriend, as it was a common tactic she uses when she feels like she's being followed by strangers. Whoever he tried to phone, however, did not pick up. He looks back at me, keeps walking, increasingly faster. He switched sides and starts walking in the middle of the road, effectively distancing himself further and allowing the parked cars to get between me and him. And then, abruptly, he stops. He turns around and asks, Hey friend, you know how I can find transportation at this hour? I'm awkwarded out and freaking out at the same time. So without even looking at him, I just said, At this hour, only Uber. He starts walking, only when I pass him. Then it hit me, from my perspective, he was a thug looking dude that could have very well tried to rob me and potentially harm me. But from his perspective, I'm a six foot dude in his mid twenties that for some reason decided to pocket his phone the moment he walked past me. Then gave him a sideways, what the fuck are you looking at, glance as he passed as I put on black leather gloves and started following him, with not a single person awake around, looking like a hitman or serial killer. As anxious as I was, he must have been terrified enough to try to phone someone, or pretend to, and then initiate dialogue with a total stranger at 3am, just to be sure that I wasn't a psycho about to knife him. We walked together in the same direction for almost 10 minutes after that, without looking or talking to one another. Just two awkward guys who did not want to meet. Just two awkward guys that did not want to meet each other ever again. This happened a few hours ago during my night shift and for some reason was so disturbing to me. I'm a police officer in a big city, so I've had to deal with some pretty awful sights and smells while doing this job usually on a daily basis. This, however, was something even more unusual. There is a large homeless population in the city with mental health and substance abuse being a common issue among this population. It isn't uncommon to see a homeless person suffering from mental illness acting strange late at night, and if they aren't hurting themselves or anyone else, that's fine with me. It's around 11 p.m. and I'm stopped at a red light on a very quiet and dark road. I'm the only car on the road. I look to my right, just observing the street, and see a skinny man in ragged clothing on the sidewalk. His feet were planted on the ground, belly arched towards the sky, and their hands planted on the ground over their head. I thought, huh, interesting. While holding this position, the person snaps her head towards me, then looks towards the sky, and proceeds to do the fucking exorcist spider walk up the street at a speed which seemed like this was the only way they walked. I merely thought, what the fuck, as this man navigated the sidewalk in horror movie fashion. I have no idea why that style of walking is so disturbing, but Jesus Christ did it bring back childhood memories of the exorcist movie scaring the shit out of me. My partner and I are trying to do an all-nighter to prepare him for his night shift tomorrow. He does the odd shifts here and there with a temp agency as he is a student. 
We thought it would be a good idea to walk to the corner store at midnight to keep us awake. And I had a small parcel I could post in the post box while we were at it. The corner store with the said post box is around a 5 minute walk from my home. It's a super quick walk and our neighborhood is pretty safe. We leave the house telling his sister whom we live with that we're going to pop out. Everything was fine. I hold the package in my hand and we walk to the shop. We're crossing the road when we see that in the parking spaces outside, there is a van between two cars with its lights on. And when getting closer, there are two adults inside. We walk past the front windshield, and when getting out of the line of sight, we hear the van door open, and a man shout, Excuse me, you dropped something. The tone was off, and I just got bad vibes. My partner and I looked behind us, and the door slammed. But our view of the van was obstructed by another car. I couldn't tell if the person had sat back in the car or was outside the door. My partner went to walk and check, but I couldn't see anything on the floor from where we stood, so I stopped him. I put my package in the post box and we crossed from the box instead of walking back past that windshield again. When I crossed the road, my partner said he saw a male standing outside of the van and walking in front. We got really bad vibes from this and tried to tell ourselves that he was just looking to see if we in fact dropped something, but we had only left the house with my package and my phone, nothing else. We didn't drop anything. When I crossed the road and almost on our street, we saw the van pull out of the parking space and speed up the road towards us. I immediately called his sister and made it clear that I was on the phone while rushing back to our house. They sped up the road past us, going way over the speed limit. Although we didn't share a conversation, we both got the worst vibes from this encounter. I'm confident I didn't drop anything and that they were waiting by the van door for us to turn back and get closer. I just feel shaken up to be honest. When I was five, I would walk to the school bus every morning. One morning, two men in a car drove up to me asking, Have you seen our dog? Obviously, they didn't have a dog, but me being an idiot, I say, Well, what's the breed? Husky. Oh, I haven't. Why don't you come with us to find the puppy? I was about to get into the car. The guy had a hand on my arm to help me in when I saw my bus, which came super early. I told them I had to go to the bus and ran to the bus before it left. About a week later, two young girls were found in a field sexually assaulted and beaten with a large object, one dead, but the other one survived telling the cops she was asked to find a husky. To this day, I think if the bus didn't come as early as it did, I would be dead or worse. The following happened last summer and I haven't told anyone about it yet for some reason, but anyway, I was taking late night walks, especially during the summer, and one night I was taking an unusual route, which I'd regret later. It was about 11pm, and the sun had already gone down, but it wasn't completely dark yet. The road I was walking was quite long, and at the end of it I could see someone walking towards me. I didn't think much of it. When he was about 90 feet away from me, he starts to run. He just looked like he was jogging, and I thought that's what he was doing, so I didn't really react to it. As he got closer, I saw that he was holding something in his hand, and now I started to suspect something. 
but I just thought it was my imagination running wild again, so I continued to walk. When he was finally about to run past me, he suddenly stopped for a few seconds. I could see that he was staring at me. He walked up to me and said something that will haunt me forever. Why didn't you run? I could have killed you. You should run the next time. As he was standing there next to me, I could see the object he was holding was a stick taser, like the ones that the guards use. I still wonder what would have happened if I had trusted my instincts and started to run. About a couple years ago, I took my dog on a walk on a regular route. She's quite small, a chihuahua mix, who loves people. To get to an actual hiking area, we needed to go through a walking path beside the golf course. There's normally a ton of people walking their dogs, but there were only a couple of them out that day. There are some trees and shrubs along the way and a section that is completely blocked off from view in the middle. My dog and I are walking through this part when she starts growling. She immediately stops and begins to snarl. An old, disheveled woman holding something behind her back emerged from behind the trees and had a grin on her face, reaching one hand out and trying to pet my dog. My dog takes one look at her and starts barking and snarling. She had never been very protective before, so I just stood there in shock. She kept mumbling, touch, touch. So I nervously just backed off and practically sprinted back. A person who had encountered her before me, who had taken another route back, saw me upset and nervous as well. He asked me if I encountered her too. I said yes, and he told me that she was potentially dangerous and that he didn't know what she was holding behind her back. Safe to say, I avoid going there under any circumstances. Earlier tonight, my girlfriend and I decided to go to a local scenic location where people used to hang out called Pot Rocks in Central Maryland. However, it was late and the parking lot was currently closed, so we decided to cut through the woods using the trail my friends found when we were younger. Going back at least seven years later, it was much more overgrown and the tree stand that was once functional was completely destroyed. As we were making our way through, I started feeling increasingly uneasy. Neither of us are really fearful of being in the woods at night. In fact, we do it all the time, but something felt different. I started to joke around about how there was a creepy vibe, and we both laughed it off. About 100 yards later, as we were walking, we heard something large and quiet moving fast behind us, maybe 35 yards back. We stopped and both pointed our lights towards the direction, but couldn't see anything. We kept walking, but I could tell neither of us wanted to continue. We decided to turn around, and as we were walking back, we saw a set of eyes that was so frightening that both of us said nothing and hustled forward from where we came from. Once we made it back to the car, we both were sure that what we heard was not a deer, and neither were the eyes. We also both felt like we were being observed. She also had another strange encounter in those woods, not far from where we were, where someone was throwing rocks at them. We both agreed that there's something not right about the area. And don't intend on going back at night. About two years ago, me and my then girlfriend Emily would go out for walks. She would do this in her hometown as it was safer than mine. 
and she had not long been living with me and my parents in my, let's say, not-so-safe town in the middle of the country. So that evening came, and I had just got home from a stressful shift when M said to me, Can we go out for a walk? I asked why, and she responded with, Well, I kind of want to go to Tesco because it would be nice to get some fresh air. I reluctantly agreed. Maybe the walk will help me de-stress. And with the summer nights having a nice breeze, it can't be that bad. At least, I thought anyways. We head out, saying goodbye to my mom, and her giving us the usual talk. Be safe. Be quiet when you come in because we'll be asleep. And being a teenager, I replied, my typical, Yeah, sure, mom. We left Tesco, but Emily needed to be out and hadn't been satisfied, and she asked, Is there anywhere around that's kind of quiet, like a park or field? I stood there, drinking my water, trying to decide where we can go. Uh, there's a field next to the lake. We can go there. And off we went, arriving to the fence that connects to a path leading to a wooded area, but also an open area. I forgot that it would be so dark here, but as luck would have it, I had my dad's heavy-duty flashlight, like the ones police use. Emily had her phone flashlight to help her see. We walked down the now-lit path, coming to a bench under a tree. My ankle, that I broke a few years prior, was in excruciating pain, so we sat down for a few minutes. Emily cuddled up next to me and started to kiss my neck, which led to making out, etc. Out of the corner of my eye, I noticed a flashlight, but ignored it, and we continued. Then it happened again. I got up, now anxious and curious about the flashes, and suddenly a cyclist rode past us with his lights flashing, which spooked us. We chuckled and kept walking around to find another bench, as we felt our privacy had been ruined a little bit. Now sitting in a more lit area next to the street lamp, we decided to sit close and chat, and we did this for about 10 minutes, when we heard like a twig snap under a heavy foot. Already being on edge from the flashes earlier, I decided to check it out, telling my girlfriend to wait there, and left her with a flashlight for some comfort. Big mistake on my part. I neared the edge of the hedge when I saw a man's foot slightly around the corner, and his phone in hand. Flash. Shit. I muttered under my breath, realizing we were being stalked. He stepped out towards me, his face covered. I was only able to make out that he was wearing a colored jacket with a black band around his arm and almost looked like tape and his brown scuffed up Timberland boots. I freaked, turned to my girlfriend and told her to get up and run. With no hesitation she took off towards the houses at the edge of the field, dropping my dad's light. I ran, picked up the light and turned to see the guy a little less than arm's reach from me. I'm not a small guy, tall stocky. But he was bigger, and trying to fight him, I'd likely lose. So I decided to run. I finally caught up to her, and by the time I did, the guy was long gone. Tears streamed down Emily's face as we continued to walk home, looking over her shoulder all the time. After explaining to my mom what happened, and deciding no more late walks, she suggested ringing the police. But we decided against it, as I didn't even see his face. About a month later, I was walking home with a friend that I had made at college, and we were going through the same field. We happened to notice a tent on our path, being nosy I looked to see the jacket with a black band and worn Timberland boots.
Before I begin, I feel it's important to know that I'm female, about 5'3", somewhat thin, and not a very intimidating looking person. This happened to me back in the summer of 2014. I was walking home from my friend's house on a kind of a cool night. My friend lives a little further than a mile away from me, so it's a bit of a longer walk. To give you some idea of what my route looks like, I have to go on a half block of creepy back roads, turn onto a barely lit main road, cross the main highway, and go down the creepier non-lit back road to get to my house. There is this little hill I have to go down that passes our little local ice cream shop and a trucking dispatcher. I was passing the ice cream shop when I stopped after clearly hearing what sounded like a gunshot. At first, I thought it was a hunter, since hunting was very popular in our town. But after I thought about it, it dawned on me that no one would be hunting at 10 at night and in city limits. The next thing that happened only confirmed to me that it wasn't a hunter. He's dead! In the most horrific sounding scream, I heard what sounded like a man panicking about a few blocks behind me. I presumed that he did it and it was an accident, but I'm not willing to find out. I was panicking a bit and started to speed walk since all I had to do was cross the highway. Something I should add, before I came close to the highway, I had to make sure it was clear from both sides. Anyways, I turned around to see a man standing about maybe a block or so away, just facing my direction. It was difficult to make out any facial features since the lighting was shit. Something must have clicked in his brain because no sooner than I saw him, he started to speed walk towards me. Now, the thought of me being a 14 year old girl in the middle of the night with some potential crackhead rapist in front of me scared me shitless. I said to myself, fuck this shit, I'm out, and darted straight up the incline through the intersection of the highway, not looking back. I bolted down the hill on my creepy back road and ran straight into my house, just barely able to breathe. My mom was very confused and very creeped out when I had told her about my experience. It makes me thankful that my back roads aren't lit. I believe this man was trying to follow me, but stopped because he couldn't see me. I still go to my friend's house at that same route, but never alone at night. If I have to, I always make sure I'm biking. After that night, I never walk anywhere in the town at night. I always bike. I'm still a little freaked out. I just got back from a walk with my dog. I went the usual way I go and left around 4.40ish. Since it's midwinter right now, it usually gets dark around 5.30, so I try to speed walk. My walks usually take me around 30 to 40 minutes. But when I'm with my extremely stubborn dog, it takes around 50 minutes. I read a lot of scary stories and listen to all sorts of scary stories about people getting stalked, murdered, etc. And being only a 4'10 teenage female, I'm always slightly paranoid. There's a small hill with two paths, one leading to the neighborhood, right, and the other one to a park, left. I was walking up the path about to turn through the neighborhood when I got a sudden urge to turn around. I saw an older man wearing a puffy blue jacket. He was walking alone. I continued, thinking nothing of it, but I sped up a little because I always got nervous when people walked behind me. Stupid, I know. The path to the neighborhood first goes right, then into a long narrow path, and the end has an opening leading to the neighborhood. I've always hated that part. 
It's always empty and dark and resembles a shady alleyway. It even has a large wooded area on one side. While I was walking through, I sped up some more and turned a few more times. I assumed he went the other way to the park and continued walking. The neighborhood is a long road with houses on both sides. I felt a lot safer now that I was in an open area. Walking down the hill, I turned around a few more times to make sure I had lost him and he wasn't there. I got to the bottom of the hill where the road splits in two directions. I stopped to let my dog go to the bathroom. Then I turned around before turning left when I saw the man behind me. It happened when I was 12 or 13 years old. We were visiting our ex-neighbors and took our two little dogs with us. Our parents asked my friend and I to take our dogs on a walk. While on our way back to the apartment, we saw a creepy dude walking in our direction. His behavior was so weird, whistling very suspiciously, looking at the sky with a terrifying grin on his face. I knew it was bad the second our dogs were growling and barking at him. Way before he got near us, they never do this. They are so nice and sweet that I would expect them to greet a thief breaking into our home. We naturally ran away and got back home quickly. Turns out, this guy was known in our neighborhood for being a pedophile and had several other mental issues. When I was little, I begged my parents to get a dog every chance I got. For my 12th birthday, they finally said yes, and we got our first puppy. About a year later, I was taking him for a walk. It wasn't late, but the sun was setting, so we just went around the block. One of my neighbors, other side of the block, so we didn't know them, were having a party, and him and some other men were in the garage drinking and smoking. I walked past with my dog, He's an old English sheepdog, so he's big and gets a lot of attention when we're walking. The men called my dog over, and I don't think much of it. I let my pup guide me over to the garage. The men pet him, and I start to walk away when one of them grabs my wrist. A couple of them started asking me questions about myself. How old am I? Where am I going? And if I wanted to come inside for some pop so they can hang out with my dog. I rip my hand away and he tries to grab me again and my dog stands between us and starts to bark and growl at the men. As we walk away they start calling for me to come back and laughing. So thankful that my dog noticed something was wrong and got defensive. They moved not too long after that but I never walked that way alone again. <laughs> 